This is At Risk Radio. Welcome to At Risk Radio. At Risk Radio is a show where we talk about leadership in the church at risk. My name is Mark Stafford, and I'm the host of the show. I'm here with David Witt, and he is the CEO of SOM International. Uh, David, we want to talk today about what's happening with all of our contacts internationally and uh, some of the difficulties they face. Now, we're gearing up for this season where we have the International Day of Prayer for the Persecuted Church just right around the corner, and persecution is alive, it's real, and it often presents itself as slander. So tell us a little bit about what Christians are facing all over the world when it comes to them just having their reputation stomped on. Well, this month's newsletter for September here is we title it Candor About Slander, When Christians Face Slander. And slander is such a major part in history, the persecution. Mm -hmm. I mean, we see it all through the Old Testament. I'm just, uh, Mark, going through Nehemiah, when Sanballat was slandering and trying to make false accusations against Nehemiah to stop the building of the walls. So it's, you know, and and we see that even ultimately Satan's tactics are to slander, or he's the accuser of the brethren. We see him go before God and ultimately slander Job. And and so the children of Satan, we know we're either a child of of Satan or a child of God, use slander to to come against their enemies. So nothing new under the sun. And really, we saw that with Russell Stendell significantly quite a few years ago. He was slandered by false accusers. It was actually a group of people who wanted to stop the gospel work of Russell in Columbia. And so they went and literally got convicts who had been arrested, who had met Russell in the past, and who then testified before a judge of false accusations against Russell. Russell was arrested and uh, held, and it was God's grace to uh, as that his life was examined and it went through the court system that he was exonerated. But it caused a lot of angst and prayers. Certainly God used it. And it was a difficult time. Yeah, I, I remember those days. Uh, yeah, it was a difficult time. It happened over a year that the, the, the trial system and a lot of money and involved, you know, expertise. And we thank God we had some good lawyers that got involved. But so, so to understand the persecuted church, we have to understand slander. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember those days, David. And it was like they were, gosh, they were out of their minds. Just like they were so concerned about these false accusations are coming out. And it was it was really a stressful time and just difficult. I mean, it, as it is, a guy like Russell does a lot of difficult work. You know, he's delivering Bibles to places. He's in canoes mm-hmm. with cases of Bibles. You know, he's he's got radio stations on top of mountains. He's got all the stuff he's doing all the time that already puts him at risk. And then in addition, you know, he's out there with people you know, making false accusations about him. But that's not where it ends. It seems like all of our leaders around the world are facing some level of slander. So David, tell us a little bit about what's happening in India. We have a massive church planning network in India. Uh, Thousands of guys out there starting and leading thousands of churches, but yet sometimes things can go south. So David, tell us what's happening in India right now. Yeah, well, in India, they've really weaponized now slander because they've made laws in, in the country and a lot of states of it's illegal to convert and really proselytize um, non-Christians and specifically Hindus. Mm-hmm. And so there, a lot of the fundamental Hindus are accusing the, the pastors of coercion in mm-hmm. you know, conversion. 
And it's false charges. Of course, Christ speaks against that, that we are not, but with gentleness right. and love. And, and so they're having to, to face uh, constantly actually being arrested, being threatened. They've had riots. Many of the Christians have been beaten, run out of their villages. One of our workers in India said, this is a quote from her, our network continues to surrender themselves into the hand of God. Sometimes we must defend ourselves, especially in leadership. When the slander damages the ministry, but in my observation, staying silent, trusting the Lord, and letting the truth be your greatest advocate in the long run is often better. Fear not, and and then she said, "Be silent." So there's even time to be silent again because the the Lord um, is our advocate. Oh, and she ends with this: When our reputation suffers an undeserved injury our quiet integrity over time will say all that needs to be said which is beautiful we see that illustration of scripture so god you know again when the holy spirit is in us the the scripture actually reminds us that god will give us the answer that we need when our accusers come against us sometimes it's even silence and uh, mark i just want to bring out this uh, scripture too out of matthew 5 it says blessed are you when others revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. Rejoice and be glad for your reward is great in heaven. For so they persecute the prophets who were before you. So there we go. Christ laying down one of the major attacks there is slander. And, and, and Mark, don't you think, it, isn't that a little anti-intuitive that we're to, what the Bible commands us to? Rejoice. Yeah, totally. So next time you get slandered, Mark, I'm going to remind you, it's your brother Christ. Hey, Mark, get over it. you got to be thankful for it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see if you're doing the slandering. I don't know. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. Well, it, you know, that, and that's hard to do. I mean, mm-hmm. really, it really is. And it, I think we can learn a lot from our brothers and sisters overseas when uh, they are faced with these really difficult situations. And, hey, let's go to the other side of the world. David, over in Mexico, there's news that came out that one of the tribal governors is you know, having a lot of bad things to say about uh, Umberto and what they're trying to do. They're, they're trying to help people. They're trying to get them, you know, crops and resources and food and clothing. And yet, you know, they're, they're spoken evil of. So what, what's going on in Mexico right now, David? Well, yeah, we have a great story here of some of the believers down there that wanted to, they started a local fishing company, fishing pond and to produce fish and sell the restaurants and uh, they get they begin to get mistreated and slandered because these workers uh, were unwilling to work on Sundays. You know, they just want to trust the Lord for six days a right. week, and and so they really tried to their enemies really tried to make them look like horrible people for doing that and lazy and um, you know not willing to participate in the industry and on and on. And what's beautiful is uh, they persevered with goodness, uh, and the Lord ended up blessing their fish farm more than the fish farms that work seven days a week. So they're producing more in six days than other fish farms were producing in uh, seven days. And that goes along with our sister in India that talks about the Lord vindicated them by standing firm in their conviction. And, um, And that's one of the issues, I think, in leadership is when we're being slandered, we need to persevere in faith in God and even... Thanksgiving, we're talking about worship, and then even blessing our enemies, which we see happening um, by our, our the leadership of our persecuted brothers and sisters around the world. 
Yeah. So, well, hey, David, we got to run to a break, but, and I think this break, we're going to talk about the International Day of Prayer for the Persecuted Church, and we would encourage you to get involved with IDOP this year. And every year, one of the things that uh, our brothers and sisters overseas who are suffering for Christ uh, covet the most is our prayers. So check out this little word about it. At Risk Radio. Every Sunday in America, over 60 million people freely walk into the doors of a church fellowship. But not everyone enjoys this kind of social freedom. Christians face harassment in 145 countries around the world. Some even give their lives today because of their faith in Jesus. Persecution is harsh. Women and children are the most vulnerable of all people groups. But be inspired that your family in Christ is boldly sharing love and hope, despite local officials doing everything they can to silence them. In fact, let me assure you that our prayers today bring them comfort and love. Thank you for standing with our persecuted family. To stay informed and to help assist, go to spiritofmartyrdom.com. Welcome back to At Risk Radio. I'm online with David Witt. He's the CEO of SOM International. David, we're talking about how leaders around the world in the Christian church often have to deal with people talking bad about them. They have to deal with slander. Mm -hmm. And um, that's really true in a place like Northwest Africa, isn't Mm -hmm. it? There are a lot of tribal leaders there. There's a lot of um, people who are not quite Christians yet. They're pre-Christian, but maybe currently Mm -hmm. part of another faith. They have a lot of bad things to say about uh, our church planters in Northwest Africa. Tell us a little bit about what's happening there, David. Yeah, well, a universality to every testimony, you know, interview I've done with Muslim background believers is one of the first things they're going to experience is slander. Um, you know, it, Islam has teaches a wrong view, you know, the gospel. Of course, they're darkened to it. They don't understand. They teach even things like right. Mary is the Holy Spirit. And there was a sexual relationship between the, the Christians believe that there's sexual relationship between God and, and, and Mary. And that's how Jesus was born. And that's false. And of course, we agree that's false, but that's what they believe. And so they slander that, you know, we're idolaters. And, and, and so, uh, you know, every Muslim background believer has to immediately deal with they are an enemy to you know, religion, enemy of the community. It's very difficult on their lives. And many times they'll lose their jobs yeah. because they'll lose all their friends. And, and they have to have the strength of Christ. And our, our director in Northwest Africa is, you know, no stranger to much slander over his. He stood firm for Christ. And, you know, he, he, here's a quote from him. He said, Muslims say to me, white people bought you with money, which you betrayed them. You are an enemy of religion. They many times have, have told to our director there. Um, and, but you know what? As time, Mark, I've seen him personally. He has won them over with the conduct of his life, his generosity, his integrity. And it's amazing how I've even met some of the his past enemies and slanders who now are some of his best friends and advocates for him, even though they many of them are still not believers He's won them over with the integrity. So again, we see leadership being practice of dealing with slander. Yeah, so so it's exciting. You know, again, I think, Mark, for you and I, we've talked a lot. The persecuted church and international leaders are such an example to us for mature leadership. 
and, and these principles yeah. in our own life here in the United States. Well, you know, we see that something similar happening with uh, Joseph over in Bangladesh. Um, they're being slandered for not following Muslim laws, for not following some of the traditions there. They're even told by the Muslims in their area that they're going to hell. They are rebuked. They're called out. They're told to follow Muhammad. And yet they're having to have some resolve to continue to follow Christ and to continue loving the people who are talking bad about them. Uh, tell us what is happening in Bangladesh. Yeah, so uh, Bangladesh is a similar spirit. The, the, the Christians are being uh, slandered for obviously not following the, the Muslim laws. I mean, that's one of the issues, too, because many times slander, slander has obviously an element of truth. When you become a believer, then obviously you're going to follow the laws of Christ and the scriptural laws and not the laws of the Quran. So, for instance, praying five times a day. When a Muslim stops praying five times a day, hopefully he's praying all the time, right, without ceasing in that relationship with Christ. But for the Muslim world, now he's kafar, they'd call him. He's an infidel. So, you know, that. so they slander. He's, he's unrighteous. He, he's um, now slandering and disobeying, blaspheming Allah, which is the worst thing you could do in Islam, uh, simply because he's following truly the design and the authority and the, the commands of Christ not the Quran, but they're weaponizing that to draw up the Islamic community to bring severe punishment, sometimes even death in Islam. So those slanderous reports can, you know, we have reports of, you know, houses being burned down, losing a job, um, being put in prison in some nations, but even, you know, beaten and, and put to death. Uh, and so it's just such a tension they have to, to deal with, these constant threats and slander and that's why the love of Christ and the power of the Holy Spirit comes so important to leadership. Because if you don't have a foundation in God's word and who you are in Christ, you're going to crumble under that kind of slant. Because it's it's scary without, without help and without the community. And that's, I think, Mark, also where we play a role, right? Right, right. With the assisting the, the persecuted church by encouragement, by provision. Uh, you know, even sometimes when they we we've had to give provision a, a few times where people had to escape. Recently, mm-hmm. in Mali, we've had a leader there that was being threatened by a very fundamental Islamic group, and he had to flee. He's actually still not even there right now because they knew his name, and so we helped him flee. We helped. We we're helping him with his provision with another in another country encouragement and and still he's ministering and active. But that's part of the way that we can serve our brothers and sisters in slander. Yeah, sometimes SOM comes alongside a leader and helps them stay there Mm -hmm. and helps them fight through the difficult things that they're facing. Other times, SOM is coming in and saying, hey, we got to get you out of a real dangerous situation. And, uh, you know, part of the way our listeners can be supporting those who are risking much for Jesus is by, well, by becoming a monthly donor, right? Or ex- exchanging a donation for a book. I mean, it's, it's real simple, but those funds go to helping people who are facing some really difficult things. Uh, sometimes our leaders get thrown in jail. Uh, sometimes they, they need to have legal counsel hired. And it, it's all, uh, and, you know, it, it's, it's real. But it's a leadership podcast, right, David? And so uh, where we talk about the struggles of leadership, the lessons that we can learn as leaders, as we're looking at those who are risking much for Jesus and doing so in a way that they're just like, hey, we're going to pray. We're going to trust the Lord. And I think we can be really encouraged by those kind of things. So I'll give you the last word, David. you have anything else you want to say before we close? Yeah, well, I've been so inspired. I'll just close with this, is that many times when I've met our 
you know, Christian leaders. I've asked them how they dealt uh, with slander. All in one way or another, with authenticity, Mark had basically said, we've, we've just loved them back. And we, we've, we've uh, calmed them down. When I was with Pastor Singh in India a couple years ago, and uh, a, the owner of the apartment came and slandered him that they were doing illegal things and they were bad people and because they weren't Hindu and because they're Christians. And the, Pastor Singh was so gentle so composed and let him just spew all the slander at the door and then invited him in, gave him some water, gave him some food, and then start talking to him about his concerns and his respect for him and why they were doing some of the things. And by the time they're, they, wow. he left, there was a mutual respect and an understanding. And it was a stellar handling of a very tense situation. And and that's the kind of example that I want to have that we see in Christ. And so I encourage, again, in our leadership to be careful not to react in flesh, but to react in spirit, in truth, in love as leaders in, in, in revealing Christ. Because it's when we're tested like that, we can reveal Christ the most and the bold, most bold. So continue to pray for our, our persecuted brothers and sisters, but let us also honor their lives with worthy lives of, of loving our enemies and those who slander us. Hey, let me add three websites, David. First website's this, atriskradio.com. Atriskradio.com, you can sign up to get a newsletter. And the newsletter, you get to see some pictures of the of people who are out there risking much for Jesus, and you have a better idea how to pray for them. Second website, spiritofmartyrdom.com slash IDOP. That's where we have the International Day of Prayer materials. And this year we have a couple of videos you can download. You can order prayer cards in for your church or your Bible study. And we want to get those to you free of charge because it's valuable to us that you're praying for those who are risking much for Jesus. And the third website is SOMbookstore.com. And that's where you can exchange a donation for a book and all of those proceeds go to those who are risking much for Jesus. Yes, of our episode. My name is Mark Stafford, and this has been At Risk Radio. You've been listening to At Risk Radio. For more, go to atriskradio.com. At Risk Radio is a production of SOM International.